wise. Please be seated. All right, are we ready for your witnesses? Yes, and we're fine. All right, let's give Mr. to call Ms. Blanchard as your first witness? Yes, Judge, we would call Ms. Blanchard as witness and. All right, and as agreed, you're going to have her seated? Yes, before the jury. Before right, the jury. And we'll go through, hopefully we'll be able to do it without a recess, but if not, we'll take a recess, but they won't see her walking because she's in restraints. Okay. So we'll give Ms. Blanchard in. And her attorney is here. Springfield, Missouri. Do you remember the address? I don't remember now. I'm sorry. How long had you lived at that address in Springfield? 
about seven years. And prior to that, where did you live? Slidon, Louisiana. And when did you move to, to Missouri? In 2005. And who did you move to Missouri with? My mother. And what was her name? Claudina Blanchard. Did she go by any other names? Didi. So if I say Didi, you'll know who you're talking, who I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Do you know a Nicholas Godijan? Yes, sir. And when did you meet Nicholas Godijan? In October of 2012. How did you meet him? On an online Christian dating website. Do you remember the name of that site? ChristianDatingForFree.com How old were you when you met Nick? About 21. In June of 2015, what did you consider your relationship to Nick to be? What kind of relationship? We were boyfriend and girlfriend. And when did you become boyfriend and girlfriend? In October 2012. When did you first meet Nick in person? March of 2015. So between October of 2012 and March of 2015, you hadn't actually met Nick in person? That is correct. How did you, how, how, what type of relationship did you have during that period of time? Online relationship. And by online, what do you mean? Strictly communicating through Facebook. Any yeah. other ways other than Facebook? Um, instant text messaging, emails. All by way of computer and cell phones? Yes, sir. Did you send videos to each, to each other? Yes, sir. Prior to March of 15, when you indicated you met Mr. Bodie John for the first time in person, had your mother met him? No, sir. Did she know he existed? No, sir. Why is it she didn't know? Because it was a secret relationship and my mother would never allow me to have a boyfriend. Why not? Because she controlled every aspect of my life. Did you and Nick ever talk about the fact that you were not allowed to date? Yes. How many times do you think? I don't remember. Did you and your mother ever have any discussions about whether you were ever going to be able to date? Yes, sir. Did you and Nick talk about that? <coughs> we may have. What did your mother say about your ability to date going forward? She said that it would never happen, that she would never allow it. What about marriage? Did you and Nick ever talk about marriage? Yes. Did you and your mother ever discuss whether or not you'd be able to get married someday? Yes. What did she tell you? She said that she wouldn't allow it. In June of 2015, uh, were you in a wheelchair? Yes. Did Nick know you were in a wheelchair? Yes. Why were you in a wheelchair in, in June of 2015? Because my mother forced me to be in one. Do you know why you were forced to be in a wheelchair? No, sir. She just forced me to be in one. And how long had you been in a wheelchair as of June of 2015? Since probably I was about eight years old. Was there a time between when you first were put in a wheelchair in June of 2015 that you figured out that you really didn't need to be in a wheelchair? Yes. When was that? 
I always knew that I didn't need the wheelchair. And how did you know that? Because I could walk. Did you and your mother obtain any kind of advantage by you being in a wheelchair? Yes, sir. What kind of advantage did you obtain? Financial, um, attention, charity. Financial need money? Yes, sir. Did you obtain money as a result of you being in a wheelchair? Yes, sir. How'd that work out? How'd that happen? Judge, I'm going to object to the relevance of that. There's been no connection that the defendant knew any of this. Well, I'm assuming, Ms. Perry, you're going to tie this up. Well, right now. Did you and Nick ever talk about the fact that, that you didn't need to be in a wheelchair? Yes. Did you ever talk to him about why you were required to be in a wheelchair? Yes. I'll remove the objection. Could you tell the jury why it is that you obtained money as a result of being in a wheelchair? Because people felt sorry for me. And they would do what? And Judge, I'm, I'm just going to get the general relevance uh, at this point. I'll allow for the time being. You may answer that. What was the question again? I'm sorry. Uh, asked you why you attained an advantage for being in a wheelchair. You said people gave me money. And I, I think my next question was why did they give you money? Because they felt sorry for me. They believed the lie. They believed the fraud. When did you tell Nick about the wheelchair? Did you be in a wheelchair? I think maybe a month or so after we met. When did you tell Nick that you didn't need to be in a wheelchair? A year into our relationship. So if your relationship began in October of 2012, it would have been sometime in 2013 that you first told him that you really didn't need to be in a wheelchair. That is correct. Were you ill during this period of time? No, sir. Did you, did you ever tell Nick that you were ill or that you had illnesses? I told him that I had illnesses, yes, sir. Did you ever tell him that you, that you really weren't ill? Yes, sir. When did you tell him you really weren't ill? The same time that I told him that I didn't need to be in the wheelchair. What illnesses did you believe you had? Cancer, muscular dystrophy, I needed glasses, I needed hearing aids, seizure disorder, and I can't remember what else. And when did you figure out that you weren't actually sick? I started to piece things together when I was about 19 years old, then I didn't understand the full extent of how healthy I was until after I got arrested. So even at the time, uh, even as of June of 2015, you, you still believed you had some of the illnesses? Yes, sir. Did you ever run away? Yes, sir. When did you, and by run away, I mean from your mother? Yes, sir. When did you run away? in the spring of 2011. Did you tell Nick about that? Yes, sir. When did you tell Nick about that? I don't remember the exact time. 
Was it before your mother's murder? Yes. Did you ever consider running away after that? After you, after you ran away in 2011? Yes, but I knew that it would end badly. What happened when you ran away? Tell us about running away in 2011. It was in the middle of the night, and I packed a small bag of stuff, and my mother was asleep, so I left the house, and I met up with one of my friends. And where did you go? To um, first at Mercy Hospital in Springfield, and then to his house. And at some point, did your mom figure out where you were? Yes, sir. And when was that? Four hours later. What happened when your mother figured out where you were? She took me back home. She smashed my computer and my cell phone. She chained me to a bed for two weeks. Did you ever tell Nick about all that? Yes. The only time you ran away? <coughs> Did you receive any other physical abuse as a result of running away other than what you already told the jury? Yes. What other abuse? Hitting, punching, starvation. Did you tell Nick everything that had happened between you and your mother during the course of your relationship with him? Most, but not all. <coughs> all the stuff we've talked about is stuff you actually did tell him? Yes. And stuff he knew as of June 2015? Yes. And when did you tell him these things? All at once or over a period of time? Over a period of time. Beginning at what point in the relationship? He knew since day one that my mother never allowed me to date. <coughs> but I don't remember exactly when I told him every single little detail that was going on in my home life. But you did tell, tell him everything you did tell him by the time of June 2015? Yes, sir. I assume since you believed you, you'd be sick, you met regularly with doctors. Yes, sir. Did you also meet with social workers? Or do you remember that? No, sir, I don't remember that. Why didn't you tell your doctors that you didn't really think you needed to be in a wheelchair? Judge, I'll object to the relevance of that. That's not such a scope of knowledge that the defendant would have. Mr. Perry? Judge, I think it is relevant. It, it goes to, um, it really goes to why this whole thing happened. Um, the fact that, uh, I'm glad to explain it, but I really don't know we should explain it on the record. Yeah. Can we go back into it? I'm going to allow it for the time being, unless I get too far afield here, Mr. Perry. Do you need that question repeated, please? Yes, please. If you'd repeat it, I would be glad to. Why did you not tell doctors that you knew you could walk or you didn't believe yourself to be ill during the time that you were doing this? I didn't think that anyone would believe me. I thought they would eventually tell my mom, and that would make my home life even worse for me. I feared her more than I feared anyone else. 
Where's your father during this time? Louisiana. Did you ever talk to your father? While you were in Missouri? It's a complicated answer. Did you ever speak to him on the phone? I did, but my mother was always present. Did you ever tell him what was going on? No, sir. Now, earlier you told us you met Nick for the first time in person in March of 2015. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And where did you meet him in person? A Springfield movie theater. What movie? Cinderella. How is it you were able to meet with Nick in March of 2015? I paid for his transportation, his lodging, to get there. Why did you pay for it? I didn't think he'd have enough, enough money. And you say you met him at, at the Cinderella movie. Yeah. Was your mother present? Yes. Did you did you and Nick did you and Nick talk that night? Yes. How, how did that work out? It didn't go well at all. My mother hated him from the moment they met. Did you guys watch this movie together? Yes. Did your relationship change in any way that that day? Yes. How? We got to see each other in person for the first time. Did it become physical that night? Yes. And you know what I mean by physical, don't you? Yes. What do I mean? We had sexual relations. And where? In the bathroom stall, in the men's bathroom. What was the point of you and Nick meeting up during the Cinderella movie? Were you guys trying to do something? Yes. What? I was trying to introduce them to my mom so my mother would allow me to date. You said that didn't go well. No, sir. Now, where did Nick live? In Wisconsin with his mother. Did you, and Nick, did you and Nick ever talk about any disabilities he may have? Yes. What disabilities did you understand him to have? Asperger's Syndrome. Did you even know what that was? No, sir. Now, you indicated that you paid for this trip to Missouri by Nick in 2015. What all did you pay for? I paid for the Greyhound bus ticket. I paid for the hotel and for eating money. And how did you pay for this? How did you get the money so that to knit? I stole the money from my mother, and I sent it to him via the mail. Would you have to go with mine's feet up just a bit? Yes. Sorry. Soft. sorry. I think you said you, you put it in the mail? Yes, sir. In what form was the money? Cash. Do you know how much you sent me that time? I don't know the exact amount. Probably about $800. And how would you get the money from, how would you steal the money from your mother? She kept it in a money pouch. What were your feelings for Nick in the spring of 2015? I loved him. Was there a point in this relationship that you, you considered yourself 
That is, you and Nick to be more than just boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes. When was that? We had plans to marry. Any other plans for your future at that point? We plan to have kids. Yes. Did you do anything to prepare for having children with Nick? Yes. What did you do? I stole baby clothes and things for a child. And how would you steal baby clothes? I was in the wheelchair, so I would steal them from Walmart. And where would your mother be when you did this? She would have been in a different aisle or a different section of the store. And was she aware of any of this? No, sir. At some point, you decided to kill your mother, is that correct? Yes. When was that? Thoughts of it started a year prior to the murder actually happening. Whose idea was it to kill your mother? Mine. Why did you want to kill your mother? Because I wanted to be free of her hold on me. Did you and Nick ever talk about this? Yes. Who initially brought up killing your mother? I did. Why not just tell somebody rather than kill your mother? Why was that not an option? I truly didn't believe that nobody would believe me if I told anyone. My mother had legal documents in place saying that I was incompetent, and I thought that meant that if I went to anyone, the police, or told anyone, she would just have them convinced that I was making everything up. At some point after you initially considered killing your mother, did you ever change your mind? Yes. Do you know when that was? About two weeks before it happened. Why did you change your mind and decide not to kill her? I started having doubts, second thoughts. <clears throat> did you ever then change your mind back to the initial decision to kill her? Yes. Why did you change your mind back to killing her? My mother and I got into an argument two days prior to the murder occurring. And Nick asked me, are we still doing this? Am I still you know, coming there to do this? Yes or no? And I said yes. Who talked you into killing your mother? I did. I talked him into it. During the time you and Nick were together, did you ever engage in fantasies or role-playing or anything like that? Yes. Did you have names? Yes. Tell us about the names you utilized. Ruby, Candy, Kitty, Bella, Demona. Why did you have different alter egos? I made them up because he told me that he had various alter egos. And so I created mine to fit the ones with his. And who came up with your names? I did. And do they each represent a different type of person? Yes.
Was this real? It was fantasy. Who is Demona? She's a character that I came up with. And what was the character? She's half werewolf and half human. Who is Kate? She's like a childlike girl. Ruby? She's my evil side. What about Candy? She's more of the slutty side of me. Did you also have wigs? Yes. Why did you have wigs? To change the different hair colors of the characters and because I didn't have any hair at the time. Why did you not have hair? <laughs> my mother would shave off my hair and tell people I had cancer. Was any of this stuff non-consensual on your part? The personalities? No. Now you mentioned the idea to kill your mother came out about a year before it happened? Yes, sir. And, and what was going on in your home life that made you reach the point where you did that or made that decision? I was growing increasingly desperate to get out of my home life. Did you tell Nick that? Yes. And what was your mom doing that caused you to be more desperate? Things were getting physically and more physically abusive. The hitting was more. The starving was more. Now you mentioned you were in a wheelchair. Uh, were you required to act any certain way when you were in a wheelchair? Yes, sir. How was that? She would have me stay very quiet and pretend like I couldn't walk. Mr. Perry, can we pause for a second? Yeah. Please, have a seat. Thank you. Ms. Blanchard, I want to remind you that you're still in the room. Mr. Perry? Thank you, Judge. Gypsy, how many board things did you have prior to Nick? None. Now, I want to start talking about June of 2015. Um, you mentioned that you had decided to kill your mother at some point. Yes, sir. Was that the only plan you ever had in terms of how to get out of your situation? Besides running away, that is the only plan. Did you have other alternative plans other than killing your mother? Yes. How many how many plans altogether did you have? Three. Okay. Did you have names for those plans? Yes. What were the names? Plan A, Plan B, and Plan C. And could you tell us about the other two possibilities other than killing your mother? Yes. Plan A, we already had tried that, which was to meet up at the movie theater act like we never met before and try and start a relationship from there um, with my mother's permission. What was the other alternative plan? Um, another one was for me to get pregnant. I believed that since he would be the father, he would have to be in my life. Now, Nick came down to Springfield again in June of 2015, is that correct? 
Yes, sir. Who paid for that trip? I did. Why did you pay for that trip? Again, I didn't think he had enough money. And how did you get money to him to come down on that trip? I stole money from my mother, and I sent it to him via the mail. Do you have any idea exactly how much money you sent to Nick? Over a thousand dollars. And in these two trips to Springfield, how much of his own money was used? I do not know. Are you aware that he spent any of his money on either of these two trips? No, sir. Do you know when he arrived on the second trip? Yes. And when was that? I believe it was June. June 8th of 2015. And how long did he stay this time? Only a couple of days. And was this when your mother was murdered? Yes. And when was that specifically? June 10th, 2015. Do you know about what time she was murdered? Maybe about 3 a.m. in the morning. And after her murder, what time did you leave? Maybe six in the morning. After the murder, where did you go? You and Nick. We went back to the hotel, the Days Inn Hotel. Now, while he was on his way down here, did you guys talk? Yes. How did you communicate? Text message, Facebook. And the state has introduced into evidence a knife and State's Exhibit 145. Did Nick have a knife that was used in the murder? I supplied the knife. Where did you get the knife? I stole it from Walmart. And why did you steal it from Walmart? <laughs> because I didn't see a knife that was sufficient enough in our own home. There was also some gloves that have been introduced into evidence. Yes. Where did Nick get the gloves? I supplied them. And where did you get, where did you get the gloves? They were already in our house. How did Nick know when to do this crime, time-wise, that, that morning? I told him. Who planned this murder? I did. Did Nick do any of the planning in this murder? He may have had one or two. Do you know what plans he provided? He decided what the weapon would be. Had you discussed alternative methods of killing your mother? Yes. What other alternatives had you considered? Poison, arson, a gun. Why did you not consider poison? It was too hard to find an odorless, tasteless poison. Why didn't you kill your mother? I didn't believe I could do it. Could you explain what you mean by that? I don't like blood. I don't like the sight of blood. Frankly, I'm too squeamish, so I just honestly didn't believe I could do it on my own. After the murder, how long did you and Nick remain in Missouri? Maybe two days. And where were you planning on going? Back 
to his mom's house in Wisconsin. Do you encounter any problems that caused you to be delayed from leaving Springfield? Yes, sir. What problems? Uh, his return bus ticket. There was no room for an extra passenger on that bus, so we had to change bus tickets. So that delayed us about a day. And where did you go that extra day? We went back to the motel. What motel? Days in. Why did you go to that motel? That was the motel that he was staying at. Who paid for that motel room? I did. Who went in to reserve the room? Nick did. Why did Nick go in to make the reservation if you were paying for it? I didn't want to be seen. Why did you not want to be seen? I didn't want to be recognized. Did you go anyplace else other than days in while you remained at Springfield after your mother's death? Yes. Where? The Waffle House, right across the street. Um, <coughs> the post office, Walmart, and of course the Greyhound bus station. Okay, let's take them one at a time. Why, why did you go in the Waffle House? That may seem like a silly question. Why did you go in the Waffle House? Because we were hungry. Okay, when did you go to the Waffle House? Um, I think it was the morning of the 12th. Why'd you go to the post office? To mail the knife back to his mother's house. And who who decided to mail the knife through the mail? I did. Why did you decide to mail it through the mail? Because he wanted me to take it in my backpack, and I never had ridden on a bus before, and I didn't think that there were any way that I can get it through without being undetected. So I figured mail it. People mail knives all the time. They buy knives offline. Nobody will know the difference. The return address on the package, what return address was it? Mine. And then it was mailed to his house in Wisconsin? Yes, sir. Why did you go to Walmart? We needed a few extra things. Did you go in Walmart? No, sir. Why not? I waited outside with the luggage. Did you go in the post office? Yes. Do you know exactly when you arrived in Wisconsin? I believe it was the night of the 13th. And did he have family that he lived with? Yes. Do you know who the family was? His mother, his stepfather, and his little brother. And how long were you at the house until law enforcement came? Two days. What were your plans going forward? What did you plan on doing? Just staying with him and living forever there. Did you thought to possibly the police locating you? Did that ever occur to you? No, sir. What did you think would happen to you? I thought maybe that if people knew that I was gone, they would just think I was missing. And missing people go, you know, unfound all the time. So I just thought I'd remain a missing person. Now, there was a Facebook post made about this case. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. 
Uh, do you know where that Facebook post was made on whose account? Yes, sir. Whose account? My mother's. Okay. What did the Facebook post say? If you can recall exactly, or close to it. That bitch is dead. Was there a comment in the post as well about the daughter? Yes, sir. What was that comment? I don't remember exactly how it was worded. Was it it's something to the fact of I raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her laugh was so fucking loud. Who made that post? I did. Did you make that post pretending to be somebody else? Yes. And who were you pretending to be? Nick. Why would you make that post claiming to be Nick? I wanted her to be found. I wanted the cops to find her body. Now, when you and Nick left her house, did you take any money with you? Yes. How much? A little over $4,000. And where did you get that money? I stole it from my mother's safe. While you were gone, how much of that money did you spend? A couple of hundred dollars. Just one moment, Judge. Yes, sir. Mother own a car? Yes, sir. What kind of car? <coughs> I can't remember what it's called now. It's a little Nissan Cube, I think. Okay. Why do you take the Nissan Cube? I don't know how to drive. Do you have a driver's license? No, sir. Did Nick have a driver's license? Yes, I think so. That's all the questions I have to judge. Thank you. Does the state have questions? Yes, may I move the TV? I'm just going to show Ms. Blanchard a few examples. Sure. Make sure you can see it, okay, Ms. Blanchard? Can you all see it? Okay. <laughs> Ms. Blanchard, you and I have talked before, yes, right? Yes, sir. I'm just going to ask you a couple questions, okay? Yes, sir. You were asked a little bit about during your relationship with these alter egos that uh, the defendant and you came up with. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. It was the defendant who first introduced you to that idea of alter egos. Yes, sir. And he actually first told you about his alter ego, Victor. Do you recall that? Yes, sir. And Victor was a vampire that was 500 years old. Yes, sir. And you decided to come up with your alter egos just to kind of please him. Yes, sir. And also as part of this 
fantasy, you also started to kind of consider yourselves as master and slave, correct? Yes, sir. And the defendant was the master. Yes, sir. And you were the slave. Yes, sir. And at one point, he had sent you basically like a bill of sale kind of ownership papers. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. And those papers would basically mean that the defendant owned you. Yes, sir. And you also were asked a little bit about the, um, the videos that you and the defendant sent back and forth. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. And on a lot of those videos that you would send, the defendant would actually send you a script beforehand, correct? Yes, sir. And that script would instruct you on what to do in the videos? Yes, sir. And they weren't always things you wanted to do, correct? That is correct. But you did them anyways? Yes, sir. Because the defendant told you to? Yes, sir. Then at some point also the defendant at least communicated to you about rape fantasy. Do you recall that? Yes, sir. And you weren't crazy about that idea, correct? No, sir. But I believe that as you described it before, you kind of just let him talk about it, correct? Yes, sir. To indulge him. Yes, sir. The defendant had told you that he had Asperger's, correct? Yes, sir. And the only real symptom or maybe personality trait that you noticed that you thought was a result of that was that he insisted that you always capitalize his name. Yes, sir. And he would get mad at you if you would talk to him and not capitalize his name, correct? That is correct. Prior to you and the defendant first discussed the killing of your mom, I believe you said about a year prior, correct? Yes, sir. And prior to that, you had thought about it before, correct? Like just as a thought. Yes, sir. But it was once you were with the defendant that you, it really became a constant thought, correct? That is correct. And that was because the defendant had introduced you to some dark fantasies, correct? That is correct. And you felt by being with the defendant and these dark fantasies, that kind of helped bring that out of you. Yes, sir. And actually, at one point, the defendant told you he was an assassin in another life. Yes, sir. And that as an assassin, he could protect you or take care of you, correct? Yes, sir. And you had come up with the alternatives. I believe it was three plans, right? Plan A, B, and C, correct? Yes, sir. And the decision to murder your mom was always the last resort, correct? Yes, sir. But it would, but the, the murder was referred to as plan B, right? Yes, sir. So A, B, and C kind of are a little out of order. Is that there? That is correct. Okay, so... A is try to get um, mom to like defendant, correct? That is correct. And then C would be try to um, get you pregnant. Yes, sir. And you discussed those alternative plans with the defendant, correct? Yes, sir. And 
you discussed the fact that murdering your mom would be a last resort. You discussed that fact with the defendant. Yes, sir. Because you both knew that was a serious thing. Yes, sir. And the defendant knew that as well. Yes. At least he communicated that to you. Yes. And when it came to the movie theater, I think we heard that didn't go very well, right? That is correct. And basically, your mom thought a 26-year-old guy at a Disney movie by himself maybe a little creepy. Yes. Okay. So that plan didn't go well. And then when it came to the pregnancy, which I guess would be plan C, um, at some point the defendant didn't really want to do that plan anymore, correct? He wanted to do it, but his mother wouldn't allow it. And, but, so he basically told you, communicated to you, I can't do plan C. Correct. But a couple weeks before the murder, you kind of still were suggesting to him, hey, could we hold off and try getting pregnant? Do you remember that? Yes. But the defendant never really gave you an answer on that. Do you recall? No, he never gave me an answer on it. He didn't say, sure, let's try that no. so we can keep killing mom as a last resort. Nothing like that. Yes. All right. Of the plans, you mentioned that how the murder was to take place, that was all up to the defendant, correct? That is correct. And it was the defendant that told you he wanted to stab your mom. Correct. And it was the defendant that told you he wanted a knife. Yes. And he figured it would be easier for you to get a knife because you could steal it because you would be in the wheelchair, correct? Correct. And you knew that the defendant had researched knives online. Correct. And at first, he actually wanted you to get like a big machete type knife. Yes. But you didn't think that you would, that would be a lot harder to probably wheel out of Walmart, is that right? That is correct. So, although he wanted the big machete, you basically saw a knife that you thought you could get out of Walmart. Yes, sir. And then you took a picture of that knife. Yes, sir. And you sent that to the defendant. Yes, sir. To make sure that he approved of that knife. That is correct. And he did, ultimately. Yes. But in addition to the knife, the defendant, since it was his idea, on how to kill your mom. He also wanted uh, tape and a taser, correct? Yes. And he wanted you to get those items for him. Yes. And at one point, you had communicated to him that you had gotten the tape, right? Yes. Um, but you apologized to him that you were not able to get the taser. Yes, sir. And for him, the tape was so that he was going to be able to muffle your mom. That is correct. And the taser was to basically keep her from fighting back. Is that right? That is correct. So before June 10th, in preparation for the murder, fair to say the defendant wanted to
take steps to muffle her. That is correct. And the defendant wanted to take steps to keep her from fighting back. That is correct. And I'll have you look over here. A little bit uh, about your plan afterwards. Um, you wanted to be able to go and live in Wisconsin, correct? Yes, sir. And but you actually weren't crazy about going to Waukesha County or Big Bend where he lived, correct? I do not remember. Do you remember? Here, I'll uh, I'll show you. <coughs> So if you see there, you're on the, well, you're on both. See it, where it's pink and it says gypsy? Yeah. Looks like you kind of had an idea of wanting to go to Milwaukee. You, you thought sort of that bigger city might be appealing, correct? I guess that is correct. And it was the defendant that actually told you, no, I'd rather that we live here in Waukesha. And as you can see on the left, see on his text how it's blue and it says defendant over it. Yes, then after he shoots down Milwaukee, you basically say, okay, we can start looking for apartments in Waukesha. Is that right? Yes, sir. And then when it came to the money, you can see here in this conversation on May 30th that you text him that with the $5,000 I have, we will be set. And he says, you know, good idea, correct? Yes, sir. And at that time, you thought $5,000 would last you guys a long time, correct? Yes, sir. All right. And you say that it's 5000 you have, and he actually responds there on the left, dear, I know, but you mean our 5000 Do you see that? Yes, sir. He wanted to make sure that you knew that wasn't your money, that was going to be your money together, correct? Yes, sir. Then you had some messages as the defendant was taking the cab from the Days Inn to your house, right? Yes, sir. And those, those texts pretty much led right up to him being at the door, correct? Yes, sir. And before he got to your house, he wanted to make sure that you were wearing something that he approved of. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. And if you look there to your right, uh, you agree that, and that's a little bit earlier in the evening, so you stated around 2, 3 o'clock is when your mom died, correct? Yes, sir. And that'd be the morning of the 10th. Yes, sir. So this is a couple hours before, not about 9 o'clock on the 9th. And he says uh, that he expects you to look like his woman should, and he suggests red fingernail polish, correct? Yes, sir. And do you remember you actually told him you didn't have any red fingernail polish? Yes, sir, I remember and so you came up by, was it your pink lip gloss? Pink. Okay, yeah. pink fingernail polish. Mm -hmm. And then he also, as you can see up there on the right, he wanted you to wear red lipstick, and you didn't have any of that. 
That is correct. And that's, I think, where you settled on pink lip gloss? Yes. Okay. And then if you look up there uh, to the right, you can see on the right where uh, it's circled by defendant that he says, so will you or how do you wish to present yourself to him? Do you remember that? Yes, sir. And you don't answer him right away. And he asks you again there on the left to answer the question, right? Yes, sir. And then looks like from 925 to 10, you still haven't answered him and he's asking you again, right? Yes, sir. But what he's waiting on an answer for is how you're going to be dressed when he gets there to kill your mom. Yes, sir. And you eventually answer him there at 10 that you'll be in a nightgown with painted pink nails and lip gloss, right? Yes, sir. And then he says to you, okay, but when he gets you from the bathroom, I suggest you are naked when he sees you after the deed. you see that? Yes, sir. And while you were in the bathroom, uh, you could hear your mom, correct? Yes, sir. And you heard her scream? Yes, sir. And, and she screamed your name? Yes, sir. And once you were cleaning up afterwards, he wanted you to clean up, help clean up blood, right? Yes, sir. And he wanted you to clean the name of your response. Yes, sir. Because that kind of turned him on. Yes, sir. As for the, I'm jumping back just a, a second, okay? Um, Going back real quick to your plans for afterwards when you were in Wisconsin, you had a pre-planned story that you were going to say in the event that you were ever caught, right? Yes, sir. And he came up with that story. Yes, sir. And so considering the possibility of getting caught after the murder, the defendant told you of a story that you guys could come up with. Yes, sir. And actually, before the police arrested you in Wisconsin, you were hiding in the closet of Nick's room together, right? That is correct. And he confirmed with you to make sure that you have the story down. That is correct. You were asked on direct about the fact that you had provided the gloves, right? Yes, sir. And those were gloves that you already had at your house. Yes, sir. And if you go ahead and look uh, over to your right, um, you see here, and this is about 1.30 a.m., you say to him, you say to him, oh, you may not need to put the gloves on because we will sink it so it's never found. You're talking about the knife, right? Yes, sir. And if you look there to the right, it's the defendant that tells you he is still going to put the gloves on, correct? Yes, sir. Even though you suggested he may not need it. Yes, sir. I'm almost done. 
when the defendant agreed to kill your mom, at some point he told you that he also wanted to rape her. Yes, sir. You did not want the defendant to rape your mom, correct? Yes. And, in fact, in leaving the decision of how to kill her up to the defendant, you never told him to stab her 17 separate times, right? No. And you certainly didn't tell him to cut her neck down to the bone, right? No. And when he asked you about raping your mother, you actually talked him out of it, right? Yes. And you did so by offering the alternative that he would be able to rape you after the murder, correct? Yes, correct. I don't have any further questions here. Thank you, Mr. Perry. Did Nick ever rape you? Do you need some more? Mr. Perry, let her have a drink first. Okay, fine. Thank you. Yes, sir. Did Nick ever rape you? No. And when you guys had sex after your mother's murder, was that consensual? It started out as consensual, yes. What do you mean it started out as consensual? I told him to stop during sex, and he did not. So you agreed to have sex with him consensual? Yes. Now, the prosecutor said that, asked you about this story, which was a lie, of course, about what you were going to tell law enforcement when, if you got caught, correct? That is correct. And I think you testified that Nick came up with that story. That is correct. Isn't it true that both of you came up with it? I'm going to have to leave him. Judge, he's impeached the witness. Are you going to reference something? Yes. Would you tell us the page number, please? I'll have that you reference. And I also may ask clarification on when I impeached the witness. I don't recall that. Judge, can I show her the deposition? To see if it refreshes her recollection. Is that the purpose? Yes. Yes. And tell her the page number, then, please. Gibson, I'm on page 79. If you turn to page 79, please. And I don't want you to read it out loud. Okay. If you'd read it to yourself, please. I'm going to start with line 5. Okay. See line 5 on page 79? Yes, sir. Now, first of all, let's be clear what we're talking about. We're talking about a deposition that you gave on November 1, 2018. You recall that, do you not? Yes, sir. The question on line 5 is question. Did they just come into the room? You see that question? Yes, sir. There's a rather extended answer of your part. Would you go ahead and just read your answer in full? Yes, sir. And if you can't read, I apologize. I can read, yes, sir. No, they had armored vehicles outside. 
There were patrol cars all surrounding the house. They came in with the canine unit downstairs. And I remember that because I thought it was his dog barking. But it was the canine unit. And they kept saying, come downstairs, Nick, go to John. You are under arrest. Come down with your hands above your head. And we both woke up at that point. I looked at him scared, and he said to get in the closet. So we both got into his bedroom closet, where we stayed there for a little while, discussing what we were going to tell the cops. And I told him, let me go down first. Let me leave the closet. I told the officers, I'm coming downstairs. They said, walk to my voice, and I walked down the stairs. They grabbed me and put me in handcuffs, and they pulled me out into the yard and started asking me questions like, does he have any weapons? And I said, no, and that was it. In this question and in your answer, you, you talk about this closet situation. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And who did you say in that answer uh, had come up with the story? We did. And that's the truth, is it not? Yes. It's something you both discussed? Yes. Wasn't just him? No, it was the both of us. Now, the date that um, that your mother was murdered, was that the original date? Or was it moved up? It was moved up. Who moved it up? I did. I may object at this point, Your Honor. I believe these questions are outside the scope of the cross. Why did you move it up? He told me that the money was running out and he didn't think that he had enough money for another night stay at the hotel. Now, you talked a little bit about um, you had to clean up after your mother's murder. You did that voluntarily, correct? Yes. He didn't make you? No. What were you doing while your mother was being killed? I was sitting in the bathroom, on the bathroom floor, with my hands covering my ears. And how did you know when it was over? It was a code that we settled on to use. Did you settle on this code together? Yes. What was the code? I believe it was <coughs> three knocks and two scratches on the door. Why did you need a code? To let me know when to come out of the bathroom. Did you have any concerns about what might happen? Yes. What concerns did you have? I was afraid that my mother would end up hurting him. Now, this knife, why did you buy the knife at Walmart? I did not buy it. I stole I, it. I apologize. Why did you get the knife at Walmart? How about that? Um, I, he asked me to. And what was, what was your understanding was going to happen to that knife, with that knife? He was going to use it to kill my mother. And you knew that when you went and stole it, correct? Yes. Now, there's been some discussion of some of these fantasies you had. These were all fantasies that the two of you had, correct? Yes, sir. Collectively? Yes, sir. Uh, you guys did this with some regularity, correct? Yes. And you willingly agreed to make these videos. Yes. And you also yourself wrote some letters, some stories. You have them all set, am I correct? Yes. Wrote for him. Yes. And this 
uh, reference to this agreement that you're going to be master-slave. That was something you guys did yeah, together? I'm going to object. This whole line of questioning has been leading, and this is the defendant's witness. The rules are very clear on that. It, it, is, a, it is our witness, Judge. I'll be glad to rephrase the question. Thank you. So, uh, whose, whose idea was it to have this master-slave thing? It was Nick's. And did you go along with it willingly? Yes. Did you have a problem with it? I didn't particularly like it, but I went along with it. Now, you talked a little bit about this uh, situation at uh, the Cinderella movie. And I think you testified on, on, on cross-examination that your mother thought it was creepy that a 26-year-old was at a Cinderella movie. That is correct. Okay. How old were you at that, during that movie? Twenty-three. That's all the questions. No, Judge, actually, I'd like to make a record before we're done, but if the state has more recross, then we can do it after that. All right. Just a couple. Okay. Thank Can you see that? Yes. And 
there on the left, it looks like this conversation takes place June 8th at about 1.23 p.m., right? Yes, sir. And you asked him, is it all good? You got the tickets hung, right? Yes, sir. And then he says to you, dear, please go with the story I had told my mom and stepdad. Do you see that? Yes, sir. And he responds again, yes, dear. Yes, sir. And then, if you look there, you ask him, please let me know what story. Yes, sir. And then he says, I'll tell you in person, dear, because I'll be able to explain it better then. Do you see that? Yes, sir. And you say, okay, not saying a word on Facebook uh, to anyone after that. But the story referenced in that is this story that you would tell if you were ever called. Yes, sir. No other question. Thank you. Just a couple more, and then we need to make a He told you in that text that it was the story, quote, I had told my mom, correct? Yes, sir. I want you to go back to page 69, where you were just reading with the prosecutor. I want to read the very next question. If you can find, I think the prosecutor ended on page 69, line 13. Yes, you sir. see the very next question starting on line 14? Yes, sir. I'll read the question. You can read the answer. But you guys had agreed that this was a story you were going to tell should somehow you guys get arrested. Is that correct? What was your answer? Yes, sir. Thank you. Anything? No. Yeah, yes, sir. Excuse me. I'd like to make a record before we excuse the judge. Real quick. Privately? I think it needs to be. All right. You can put that microphone back if you'd like, please.